AI in Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Our host brings you the leading minds in AI, sharing their story, their success, and their advice. Focusing on fast-tracking you to the top, AI in Action cuts through the hype to help you kickstart your data science career. To listen to the latest AI in Action podcast, head over to www.aldus.com forward slash podcast, or subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. Welcome to the AI in Action podcast. I'm your host, Mark Kelly. Today's guest is Sergi Kalincha. Sergi is the CEO of Crystal First. Sergi, very welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. Great to be here on the podcast. Thanks. Sergi, tell us a little bit about Crystal First and the objective of it and how it really came about. So um, if we talk about Crystal First, we need to um, dive a little bit into the problem of the pharma industry, that's where we're operating. So we're actually solving there a problem in early, early drug discovery. And uh, initially we entered the market with a technical solution, right? And then we identified that it's a much, much larger problem in, in the industry. So what we see is, is a lot of that is emerging from biology, proteomics, cell-based assays. So there are terabytes of data that are waiting uh, to be uh, analyzed by all kinds of computational methods. And um, I believe that that's a great achievement for, for the industry. A lot of biotech companies and tech companies, um, AI companies are operating there. But uh, the, the challenge when you have a biological target that you would like to develop a drug for, you need a starting point. You need um, an idea how a totally novel molecule can look like and address this, this target um, efficiently. So uh, unfortunately, computational methods are not there. Maybe with quantum computing, we'll have a different set of tools that could solve this problem on a molecular level. But uh, either today, either we have a very expensive computational um, pipeline that can identify molecules, which is for millions, maybe possible, but not for billions of molecules. This is the, uh, these are the numbers of possibilities for drugs. Or you use cheap computational cheap tools, which is um, not reliable. So the, what, what the industry does is actually starting with experimental uh, point. But what we lack in, in today's paradigm in terms of data density is structural biology. So this is a huge challenge when you want to design specifically a drug that addresses this particular target and does not hit thousands of other proteins, um, structural biology is a helpful tool. And this is a, a challenge that we solve technically, so we can um, generate data for structure from uh, structural biology. Sergey, for people that don't know what structured biology is, and they wouldn't necessarily come from a kind of a pharmaceutical medical device background, can you uh, share a little bit of light on that? Sure. So uh, structured biology is, is the three-dimensional representation of, of proteins. So on the molecular level, we are, I mean, we are not two-dimensional, we're three-dimensional, so our, our environment in the cells um, also is three-dimensional and all molecules um, have three-dimensional uh, structure. So uh, structural biology is the kind of the representation of molecular machines in our cells in, in 3D. 
So when you see it, you can actually um, look what you would like to block or activate and design specifically for that particular um, representation of the protein as specific molecule. But that's the holy grail of, of actual of drug discovery. So you, I'm kind of going backwards a little bit, but you originally went in with a technical solution. So did you kind of pivot after after some time? Yes. So um, maybe I will I will dive a bit too into uh, my background. So I'm I'm a pharmacist. I I, I studied pharmacy and then um, um, the the professor where I did the PhD later in his lectures. He showed actually the data that we now generate. Uh, where you see the protein and, and the drug. And he explained how they interact. And he used this data extensively, with, which is a bit overwhelming uh, for, uh, for many people because you can rotate, you can work with that. But it, it kind of gave, gave my attention that, um, and, and, and after, after, the, after I finished my, my studies, I went to the group and started to, uh, to work um, purely computationally. So uh, from, from nothing, I started to learn data mining, programming, where the project with Novartis. And um, so I became a computational modeler. Um, so that's the link, what we realized. So we started with a technological solution that delivers data, right? Structural 3D data. And then I realized as a modeler, that's a lot of data. Now we can apply computational tools to actually leverage it and the reason and then we have the connection the reason why uh, biotech and pharma companies come to us they have this problem of starting points they have the target that they would like to address or block but they lack the starting point so we help them to identify this experimental starting point for drug design and combine it with computational methods how you can expand or make it more specific the molecule so tell us about some of the obstacles you've had to overcome to go through that approach uh the the obstacles in in the industry are are well known so pharma has done data mining um computation applying computational tools for decades so and uh, they are very good in drug discovery so the the the, the challenge in the entering the industry is to identify the, the 10x, right? The 10x, you're better, you're faster, you whatever, um, you're cheaper. So having this 10x unique capability of opening some space because in drug discovery, you actually generate IP, intellectual property, you generate new types of molecules um, and communicating that. I think the, the big obstacle uh, that we overcame is understanding the problem and connecting it with our solution and, and building the right communication. Looking at the, the way the market is going now, do you see any changes within the next 12 to 18 months of significance? Yeah, I believe so. So you have, you see kind of the, the, the tech approach of, of scaling technologies that work with data is picking up very quickly. And um, if you look at companies like Recursion and Inzitro that have built this um, experimental machines to generate data. I, I think we'll, we'll see a lot of progress in identifying new targets, new modalities, new opportunities to address um, diseases and develop therapeutics. So, and, and then where the opportunity comes for us, that when you have this 
uh, this target space, what are the tools to design them? And apparently um, established screening technologies in that have, have been applied for decades, um, don't deliver those starting points for those targets. And I think new technologies that have, um, have the capabilities to uh, generate relevant data and apply tools uh, that can design molecules more specifically, this, uh, I think this is where the, the markets are going, being more data-driven, having this data generating machines because biology is messy. You need lots of data because it's not standardized. It's, it's very diverse. When you, look, when you look at the opportunity in the next two to three, five years, do you think that it can be fast-tracked or is there a way to fast-track this? I think before you enter clinical trials, you can become pretty efficient today and we'll see a lot of progress there. But hitting the kind of the, the wall of, of the regulatory wall, it, will, it, it slows the process down and it has historical reasons. So the, the, they slow the process down just to make sure that uh, the, the drugs or the products are safe because in the past there have been um, problems with, um, with safety of drugs that cause harm to, to people, to patients. So, there is the wall and you need to consider that this process can be fast-tracked if you have um, some kind of um, new modality that works super efficient in a particular underserved disease area uh, but uh, that's it that's it uh, the process is very slow and highly regulated if you had a magic wand what would you what would you do or how, how would you what would be the first decision you would make to start to help fast-track this Good question. Um, I think this is a buzzword, at least um, in, in, in Europe, digitization, um, but uh, it's kind of, uh, if the process is slow, it, if we could, I think my, my idea would be like monitoring clinical trials uh, more remotely, not only um, like having a center more distributed. I think this will, uh, with, with current technologies, um, accelerate also also the, the the process of clinical trials. All right, thanks, Sergey. So I've been speaking to Sergey Glinka. Sergey is the CEO of Crystal First, and we've been talking about the problems that they solve, the opportunity within the market, some of the obstacles that they've overcome, and what the market could look like in the next three to five years. Sergey, how can people find out more about yourself and Crystal First? So. Um, uh, the best way to reach out is actually on LinkedIn. I'm a lot of on, on LinkedIn. Uh, so it's Sergey uh, Klinka. And um, I'm happy to um, connect people who are interested in, in, in drug design application of um, quantum machine learning, especially uh, for drug design and access to structural data. I'm happy to share also advice to people who have idea to start a company in, in, in pharma biotech space. Sergey Glinka, CEO Christopher, thank you very much for your time today. Thanks, Mom. It was a pleasure. AI in Action is brought to you by Aldus International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Aldus offer an exec search program. Aldus can help you discover how data science and AI can transform your company. With our unrivaled network of C-suite executives and senior AI professionals, we offer retained search services across the US and Europe. Get the Aldus advantage. Become a member of the Aldus community and enjoy some of the following AI meetups, 
Once a month, our community gathers to listen to some of the leading experts in the world of data science and AI. Our speakers come from all over the world, including Dublin, Boston, and Frankfurt. We also have our AI mentors. Our experts will provide mentoring to all its members. And don't forget our AI on Action podcast. Each week, we have guests from all over the world talking us through their education, career, and more. Become an Aldis member and get the Aldis advantage. For more information and to sign up for our newsletter, log on to www.aldis.com. That's www.aldis.com. Aldis International, empowering through AI.